This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, we're back. It's Monday night, and you know what that means. Carson Wentz is playing a bad football game. No, that's not all it means, but uh, Mr. Evan Swartz is here, as he always is, on Monday nights following Monday Night Football here on the Chase Thomas Podcast. I am the aforementioned Chase Thomas, and the person that I have also mentioned in this extensive intro into the night show, Mr. Swartz. Evan, good evening, sir. How are you? I am well, man. How are you? I am not bad. It's been a busy week. Um, what did you What did you do for Thanksgiving? How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was was nice. Uh, you know, I had a a buddy here who I work with, and uh, you know, a couple friends. I think it was like six of us got together and did Thanksgiving. Um, together, we are, you know, we all work together, and uh, they, you know, my job's not important. I work remote, but they all have to get tested for work, uh, you know, constantly. So makes it a little easy to know, uh, you know, whether or not we're worried. So I was able to safely really, you know, have a nice Thanksgiving dinner with some friends and hang out and have a normal day for once. It seems like a very long time. You still have like the the elite antibodies, right? I remember you telling me because of your your gym regimen along with your white claws that you were you were immune to the virus. Is that still a thing for you? Uh, I don't know uh, about immune to the virus, <laughs> but what I will say is, uh, well, I yeah, saw I take... your ninja outfit. I, I I saw what you were doing to combat the virus this past week. It was it uh, it, it scared me. So I'm assuming it scared Corona too. I all yeah I all I wear all black all the time always. Um, but no, yeah, I, I take pretty good care of myself. So, I mean, I'm the kind of guy that like if I get sick once a year, that's a lot for me. Um, and so I, I actually have had to, you know, going to on multiple trips this year uh, to get tested for COVID just to make sure when I came back and, you know, I've gotten the antibody test just to make sure, I, you know, I never had it before and I'm good to go. I like it. I like it. Um, what did you... What did you watch? How did did you watch anything on Thursday? Did you watch the games? Yeah, so I I actually watched a, a decent amount of football this week rather than just kind of looking at the scores and and doom scrolling on Twitter. Uh, I'm sure you can imagine what game I watched uh, the most, other mm. than the 49ers. Uh, the most other than the Niners. Are are we only talking NFL? Are we talking about the Beavs? yeah NFL? Okay. Um. Hmm. The oh, obviously the Chargers. Yeah, I watched the Chargers Bills game. Yeah. Uh gosh, talk about an elegant tank. Mm. It's just it's just beautiful what they're able to do out there in LA. <laughs> I don't think that's an elegant tank, but we'll oh, we'll get there. I don't think they're tanking. We'll, we'll we'll I that's why it's an elegant tank. An elegant yeah. tank is when you want a good draft pick, 
you have a decent team, but you keep losing important games to get that draft pick. I don't think this ends well for Anthony Lynn. Oh, no, of course not, but it will end well for Justin Herbert. Maybe. I don't think throwing 52 times a game is a good, and also not ending well for Justin Herbert, getting a haircut. Yeah, that was bad. How do you have beautiful locks like that? And you got some exist- bad advice. And getting the thing that struggles for me the most on Justin Herbert's haircut is, you know, football culture now, not just black culture, not just white culture, whatever. Football locker rooms, dudes have good haircuts nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like the 49ers, like there's these guys are, they've got the, they always have the best fade, you know, great at, you know, like perfect lineups, like good haircuts. So it's not like Justin Herbert was like not surrounded by people that could tell him where a good place to get a haircut in is in LA, you know, like barbershops are open. I could have told him a couple places. All he had to do was ask. I would have told him, but instead he lets his coach convince him that he can cut his hair and what a bad haircut. Not great. Not great at all. Um, also not great. Uh, the draft pick that they might, need to to get in there to pair with uh old herbert his old teammate panay sewell got injured so um i don't know uh, i don't know what that means for that uh for that pick and what they do there um i was also just like <clears throat> discombobulated when i was reading dame brugler's um latest mock draft did you see that today on the athletic uh i did yeah, yeah, yeah. he has zach wilson who i'm a gigantic zach wilson guy love me some byu big cougar guy on this podcast people know Number two, above Lance and Justin Fields now. he They have him going number two to the Jaguars. I, Do you know I, why? That's crazy. It's not crazy. That's, it's, dude, number two? It's not crazy. You got to have Look, some stones to take him over Fields. You got to have some stones. Fields, I agree. Fields good. But I'm just saying let, let's, less about the other QBs, more about Wilson. Mm. Wilson is that mold that you're looking for in a quarterback nowadays. He has the arm. He can make the throws. He's mobile, right? Every quarterback right now that you're looking for, you want him to have legs as well as make the throws. Is he going to be the next Patrick Mahomes? Who knows? Probably not. Mahomes is God tier. But I'm just saying I can understand why coaches, analysts, everyone involved is probably looking at that guy, looking at the NFL and who's successful and being like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, well, before we get into our teams from this weekend, um, for uh, a segment that I'm calling Our Time, Our Team. It's pretty pretty catchy. It's I've pretty added dr- a new segment. Pretty dramatic. I like it. it it's got to be dramatic. And it's something that we, we, we want to do anyway. And I think a lot of people uh, listening to the podcast um know our, where our fandom lies and know about your your 49er stuff and my atlanta falcon stuff and you know we it's not we that's what we want to talk about first anyway we, we got to give the people what they want um right out of the gate but um don't forget you can listen to us on apple and spotify go check out chase thomas podcast.com uh to get all access to all my previous episodes and all of that good stuff um where are we at picks wise we took the week off for thanksgiving this past week where where are we at heading into this week and also something else that i written down in my notes um i loved doing a two-minute drill when you had to you had to run in the last pod do you remember how we did the last one okay 
I think picks are the most boring part of any podcast, right? Like actually right. making the picks. I think that part I'm I love talking about the games that happen with you. I like talking about what's going on, the news, the rumors, things like that. The games itself, I like having the pressure of having to pick within two minutes. I think we do a two minute drill. I like it. Where we have to get our picks in. So we don't overthink it. We just gotta we gotta go for it. We gotta we gotta use our, our gumption. A word. You know I, know I can you handle love. that. Hmm? You know I can handle that. I, I, I know, I know. Um I I've, never mind. I'm not gonna make a joke. I'm not gonna do the joke. Um, our time, our team, sponsors, get at us. Um, we're we're always open. Um, you go first, Mr. Swords. You're San Francisco 49ers. Let me just say, I'm I'm mad at the Rams. This past week, I'm talking about with friends and people at work and things like that about like when they ask me about oh who do you have in the nfc coming out of the nfc who who do you think is gonna have the best second half who do you who do you believe in the most down the stretch in the nfc and i said the rams i was like i looked at the schedule i looked at where the nfc west was going i looked at how things were all coming together um i was like you know they just i I think they're just gonna be fine i think the rams are gonna sneak into like 11 and 5 12 and 4 something like that 10 and 6 at the worst, win the division, get a number two seed, and probably go to the Super Bowl again. Get a, get a, get back in there. Like, I was, when I was thinking about all the different teams and what I liked about all the different teams, I was like, you know, I really do like this Rams team this year. It seems like things are different. They ironed out a lot of their problems. And then Jared Goff decides to go and undo all of that goodwill, all of my hope and inspiration in the St. Louis Rams or in the Los Angeles Rams just evaporates terrible fumbles terrible everything he had his own Derek Carr game um and we'll get to that in Atlanta but like the turnovers are just a problem he he was really bad against your your Niners and uh the Rams just blew the chance to win the NFC West I was looking at the odds and looks like the Seahawks are going to win tonight against the Eagles that the Seahawks will now probably win this division and the Rams are going to be in the wild card situation and uh wild card teams just don't go to the Super Bowl anymore it's very rare so uh humongous loss uh to your Niners. Your Niners may have literally ended the Rams contendership status yesterday. I mean, I just feel like you are constantly <laughs> giving teams so much more hope and praise than they deserve, mm. whether it's the Texans or the Patriots. We don't talk about the Texans anymore. The Ra- the Rams. Um, you know, I think the the problem with the the Rams is is people were starting with such a low barrier of entry when it term in, in terms of what they were expecting from that team, so that when they came out and started being a competitive football team in any form or fashion, people were like, "Holy shit, look at that!" But the reality is, is a lot of the same issues that they had that made them struggle when they had to get rid of Todd Gurley, you know, um, are still there. They have a team. That has a very, you know, smart, effective young coach that can do a lot with a little, similar to Kyle Shanahan. Uh, but they still have a very bad quarterback. And here's the thing that I think people need to understand right now. And let, I mean, like as as always, my my opinions usually come forefront from you know from the perspective of a 49ers fan. But let's look at what the 49ers have been able to do. The 49ers have had the most injuries out of any team. Uh, the last two years. I'm not going to look it up. It might not be true. I still probably bet my life that it is true. The 49ers have had more people on IR 
It's just it's unbelievable. Starting from last year till now, it's insane. And they're all starters. It's insane. So you look at the the team that Kyle Shanahan currently currently has. Nick Mullins is easily one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo was playing bad this year. He was injured, two high ankle sprains, never easy, whatever. Kyle Shanahan is still finding ways to compete. He's still finding ways to win. He's, you know, if you look at like statistics, if you look at like offensive efficiency, that's a hard thing to say twice. Um, He's just, he's doing well in spite of what he has in front of him, right? Mm. He's winning with Nick Mullins four in a row. Shouldn't be happening. Or not four in a row, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if having fought what five wins now it's, it's just it should not be happening uh but you look at sean mcveigh and it's like he's the light version of that mm. he can have good games with jared goff he can have good wins but he still really can't get past the efficiencies that he has i mean kyle shanahan is literally like beating up on the little brother to, to Sean McVay. I mean, it's he's out coaching him every single game. They are 4-0 against the Rams in the past two seasons. What does that tell you? I, I don't know. I still don't know. Like, I thought I knew what the Rams were. I thought I knew what all this meant. I, I don't. I think it's my fault for for leaving the church of Shanahan. It was my mistake for fleeing momentarily. It was it was my mistake for for doubting them. But like the Cardinals, I think they're what one and four now in the last five games. I want to say one and three, something like that. It's been um, bad. The Seahawks now, it, it looked like they were down and out. That defense is atrocious, and they're just going to somehow sneak their way because this is what Russell Wilson-led teams do. Like, we overthought the Seahawks maybe a little bit too much, but, like, we're at that point now, and this is something that I think about a lot, and I'm not sure this is good for the NFL. Goff, it it it, it could easily go really bad really quickly for Jared Goff. We're seeing what happens with Wentz right now, going from number one in quarterback rating to bottom three, and just seeing what can happen really quickly with injuries and all kinds of other stuff. We see what happens with Trubisky. We see what happens with a lot of these young quarterbacks. Garoppolo, Super Bowl quarterback one year, fans hoping that he is not the quarterback the next. Um, I think this kind of quarterback turnover and just how volatile this position is coming in, like Jared Goff having this horrible of a day and costing his team this, and like just fans immediately being like, oh, not good enough, got to move on. And I... I'm really concerned about that with this league. I am concerned that teams are just getting way too comfortable with moving on from guys after two to three years and just saying, screw it. And it's just because there's so much laid at the quarterback's feet right now. Like the Broncos quarterback this week um, couldn't oh, complete. A like you, I forgot who it was that tweeted about this of just like now. I love that tweet. About like. He couldn't, he was actually like all his stats, like his high school stats and college. No, he, he, let me just say, because I yeah. know it exactly. He said, this person that started for the, the Broncos, mm. he started as a, as a college football quarterback in a strong division for two seasons. 
and he completed one of nine passes. So that tells you everything you need to know about people that think they can compete as a quarterback or they could complete a pass in the NFL. That's how hard it is. This man played at the college level at a, at a, at a good school for two seasons and could only complete one pass. It's crazy. Right. And that's like my main point is just that like it's this position is so damn hard and being a good quarterback in this league is so damn hard. And I just feel bad for these quarterbacks like golf. Like you're always one bad week away from people being like, see, got to move on. Why do we pay this guy? Got to move on. Next man up. And I don't know if it's good for the league that's next man up for a lot of these teams and quarterbacks. And these quarterbacks have got to get in their own head. And that like I wonder if that's just going to be something that uh, we all monitored on down the line. Do you think that makes sense? Yeah. I mean, I do think that we're in a position right now where the, the quarterback position is evolving um, in a way that it hasn't a long time. I think back in the day, you know, with Michael Vick, they tried to go, okay, this is a thing now we need to find more of this. But I don't think that there were those type of caliber caliber players yet. And then when, you know, Colin Kaepernick came out and and uh, RG3 and, you know, even Russell Wilson. I think the the dynamic, right, the, the you know, the formula, if you will, was starting to get fine-tuned, right? Yes, running is important, but they still have to be a passer. They still have to have accuracy, strong arm, et cetera, et cetera. And they're starting to learn that more. Um, and I think we're getting to the position now where you look at the best quarterbacks in the NFL – Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, right? These are these are people that have the ability to make throws on the go. They're not, you know, a, like I th- what was it something like uh I think Lamar Jackson or or Josh Allen or one of them. No, no, no. Daniel Jones in his second season has run more than Eli Manning ever did in his entire career. That He's rushed that for more right, yards. Yeah. So it's like that quarterback position is evolving, and I think you're starting to see that. And I think what we're also looking at is the after effects of that, right? Like Wentz obviously had an injury, but he, you know, he showed people were starting to say, "Oh, this could be the next best quarterback in the NFL," right? Jared Goff uh, had that record-breaking season with the Rams, and Sean McVay, you know, when Sean McVay in his rookie coaching year was a genius. You're like, oh my God, look what Jared Goff can do, right? And like, if it's if it doesn't sustain, like it almost seems like it, it immediately goes the opposite way. It's like it's like you're popping uh, an inner tube and it's just watching it deflate at a rapid pace. And I just don't think that's good. I don't think that's healthy healthy for the league. Um, what what happened? Why did Jared Goff have so much trouble with this San Francisco team on Sunday? So something I don't think a lot of people realize because you think at first about how D Ford, uh, human uh, Mr. Glass, has still not played. Uh, I think it's been like six or seven weeks. Um, Obviously, Nick Bosa tore his ACL. A lot of people would imagine that the 49ers might not have a pass rush. uh, But the 49ers defense is actually really good this year. Kerry Hyder was a free agent that they signed this year. Uh, arguably right now, statistically speaking, I think he's, he's knocking at the door as the fifth best pass rusher in the NFL. It's insane. 
Uh, Kevin Givens, uh, another guy who is, you know, taking taking opportunities as they come, had his first start, had a great game in terms of pass rush. Uh, you know, Javon Kinlaw obviously was drafted with very high regard, number ten or number eleven position, replacing DeForest Buckner a lot there. He had a great game. So you, you really saw that Jared Goff was never able to stay comfortable. He really was consistently, you know, being asked to do things out of his comfort zone, and he struggled to do it. I mean, all in all, it was pretty safe to say he played like shit. Um, the worst version of Jared Goff is is really what you saw, and so you you end up looking at Jared Goff. He's nineteen for thirty one, no touchdowns, and threw two interceptions. Uh, the Richard Sherman interception, by the way, Richard Sherman is back now. Uh, and obviously healthy again. You know, Baldy Breakdown shows that Richard Sherman just played him perfectly. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, he threw it right to him. And, and Baldy does his breakdowns, you know, beautifully as he does and shows how Richard Sherman really knew exactly where the play was going, knew when to leave his man that he was man-to-man coverage on and just took the ball. I mean – it was it was such a just a bad bad play by Goff. Uh, Jimmy Ward, 49ers safety, who's played corner originally when he was a safety in college. They, they were all confused. Uh, they've got him playing in the box more now, and he had I think his best uh, statistical game of his career. Scored like a 95 point something in PFF. Uh, just had a great game. And so how much of that is Robert Sala, who's now considered to be, you know, the the next up and coming head coach uh, as our defensive coordinator? How much of that is Richard Sherman coming back? How much of that is the pass rush or how much of it is just bad golf? It's hard to tell, uh, but, you know, I definitely think it leaned a lot more towards the 49ers defense this week. Hmm. Are you are you more? invested down the stretch now for this 49ers team based on what you saw on Sunday. Are you, are you, where are you feeling? Do you think that things have changed? Do you think there is a lot to glean from this? Do you think that there's a lot to build off with this? Is there something that um, the Niners did, especially offensively that makes you think that Shanahan is uh, evolving and adjusting some things about uh, some things that you have been frustrated with this season? So, I think what's fair to say at this point is the quarterback situation in San Francisco is dire, to say the least. I mean dire. Nick Mullins did a lot of things that were you know enough to win the game, mm-hmm. uh, but he looked awful. You know, and a lot of throws. A lot of the times, he just so out of place. Basically, you know, he's very golf esque in that if things aren't perfect for him, as soon as things like he has to you know do something on the go or he's got someone in his face, he just sails the ball. Uh, you know, through an interception. So I I understand and recognize how bad that situation is for Kyle Shanahan. It seems like Kyle is just, I mean, the poor guy losing the Super Bowl the way that he did in Atlanta, finally getting a head coaching position. And every year since he has been on the team, there have been super dramatic uh, all-star caliber uh, star players getting injured. I mean, every year. And he's constantly that guy that has to do the most with the less or with the least. So, you know, there are times where I'm like, dude, what are you doing? But, you know, at this point, there's no reason the 49ers should have 
five wins. There's no reason why the 49ers should have three wins. But they're three games back in the division. Uh, at this point, I mean, let, let me read it for you because it was just just put out. Mm. Uh, the Seahawks are eight and three. The Rams are seven and four. Six and five for the Cardinals. Five and six for the, the Niners. You know, they're it's it's a very close division. And as a 49ers fan, you're like, you know, you start the game out and you're like, holy shit, they're doing great playoffs and then you know nick mullins plays bad and you're like all right whatever draft pick we're okay with it and then they end up winning and you're like i don't you know i'm so confused you know it's it's like what do you it's it's never easy as a 49ers fan like all throughout this year it's just been like trying to understand like are they are they gonna compete for a playoff spot are they gonna have a top five are they gonna have a top 10 pick you know like i mean fans for a long time were very excited about the idea of kyle wilson where are we now? Hmm. I was very in on the Brandon Ayuk stuff. I, I'm a Brandon Ayuk believer in him going in that lineup. It's very frustrating. But Devo, great day for Devo. Is there anything great different Great day for there? Devo. Uh, yeah, so Devo was really the difference maker in this game. Uh, you know, with Ayuk out because of COVID, um, you know, Devo was obviously just coming back. And Devo had like, the most Debo game possible. Like we're, we're now talking, you know, someone mentioned it and I think they're like Debo is the receiver equivalent running wise of Marshawn Lynch. Like whenever, like whenever Debo gets the ball in his hand, like you hear that, like John Cena noise or like that stone cold, Steve Austin glass shatter. Like they should be playing MOP Annie up or like Tupac hit him up. Like, you know, just some like, it's like it's so aggressive. It's so violent. He gets the ball and he runs people over. It's a theme with the 49ers, right? George Kittle, same thing with the Saints, dragging three players on his head. It's, you know, as a 49ers fan, you're like, I would sure like to see Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle all play together healthy. Start of the season, Debo was injured. Ayuk was playing. Then Ayuk got injured. Then George is out for the season. It's just like you haven't seen them play together yet. Hell, we were excited to see Jordan Reed, who's been playing fairly well, and George Kittle play together. Kittle got, you know, obviously uh, out for the season. Uh, Jordan Reed had a sprained MCL. He's out for like four games. It's just it never ends. Hmm. But I think it shows a lot for this team to be fighting the way it it, it has. Absolutely. To beat the Rams. And I think that's a good sign. Um how seasons end and how guys are responding versus how things are going in uh, in Detroit or in uh, New York, for instance. Um, Atlanta is kind of doing the same thing, and Raheem Morris is four and two now as the interim coach in Atlanta, and he's done a really good job. And the defense has obviously flipped the script since um, Dan Quinn was let go, and. It was just weird. Like I went back and rewatched this game today, and uh, I mean, Foye Olicon. I can't just say enough positive things about the two linebackers said with the Falcons and Foye and Dion Jones, who are just absolute madmen. And Foye, another great Dimitrov find late. Um, he's just he's phenomenal and does so many different things well. Another his uh, parting gift to you. Yeah, the parting. <laughs> um, he's great and. 
Um, they got some guy off the practice squad. I always forget his name, the dual name, who was really good and forced a fumble in this game. And um, Deion Jones obviously been really good the last few weeks. AJ Terrell has turned the corner at corner. Sorry for that. But um, I don't know. This defense is healthy. They're playing really well. They got the tech bad vibes off the team which is good and i think tack and vic beasley are both now on the same team am i misremembering that or did they both get signed by the same team i don't know i don't know if vic beasley got signed yet i don't think he did i thought they both got signed by somebody hold on they but it, it was something where i was like oh, why would any what what are you doing um tack i still think could probably be okay somewhere oh the raiders yeah they're both on the raiders oh um, wow that's right okay. <laughs> but Derek Carr, this is a bad Derek Carr game. He, I just, it was blown away. Would you guess he has had the most fumbles lost of any quarterback since 2014? I mean, I, I wouldn't guess that, but I mean. Does it seem had- like he's had a turn? Like, I guess it's just because I think of him as slow and steady wins the race and that he's just really smart and doesn't take chances that he doesn't lose all these fumbles. But I I was blown away when I saw that reading uh, Vic, Vic Taffer's um recap at the game in the athletic for oakland and uh i don't know man like it uh he was really bad but he didn't get any time um matt ryan wasn't good dirt cutter was awful in this game a lot of not having julio like i really hate watching this offense without julio i guess and then uh calvin ridley hurting his ankle for a little bit but something that um very much drove me nuts uh mr swords uh someone referred to the two stars who were absent this game didn't matter. And they mentioned Julio Jones and Todd Gurley. Two of the Falcons' best players were out when the Falcons destroyed... I won't mention and throw this off right here on the, under the bus. But I like almost died when I saw Todd Gurley referred to as one of the best players on the Atlanta Falcons this season. In the what same do- sentence as Julio Jones. like His absence was basically the same. What is that even? I just. What year is this? I, I, I just don't understand. Like, is that just lazy writing? Does the guy just like, oh, Todd Gurley, that's a name. Yeah, like, I think they just saw Todd Gurley. And I'm like, you uh, uh, you haven't watched the Falcons game this year. All right. Uh, th- 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 this this just drove me nuts. Um, but yeah, the Falcons are rolling and their defense is really turning the corner and things are looking up. They have to. Clean house offensively. I'm kind of concerned at the Rick Smith potential hire um, as the new. Well, so let me ask GM. you this because mm-hmm. we talked, we talked weeks back. Yes, and we talked about, you know, I said obviously it's time for Dan Quinn to go, mm-hmm. and we talked about the idea that that could be a problem solver, right? That you had a good team that could compete, and that he was the problem. You're weeks removed. You're four and two. What do you think you have right now? How much did getting rid of Dan Quinn matter? And what are you expecting for your your team the rest of the season? I think they're going to keep fighting. The schedule's not bad. Um, I think they're probably going to finish 8-8, eight and eight, something like that. I would not be surprised. I guess if I had to bet all my life savings, I would guess 7-9, and nine, but 8-8 eight and eight would not su- would not surprise me. Um, they, can't, they can't run the football. Eo Smith did not have a good day. Brian Hill had all the opportunity in the world in this game and did nothing with it so that was kind of a bummer because i really still like brian hill and i wish he had a better game um the offense is still just a mess when julio doesn't play and that's a problem and dirt cutter's just not good so he's got to go but the defense doing like they're just gonna face this weird roadblock because they're gonna hire a new coach and everything but like raheem morris i 
I don't know if he stays on, but like, I don't know how he let this guy go. These guys believe in him and they're fighting for him and they're they're beating a good Oakland, Las Vegas team that just almost beat the Chiefs last week. I I don't know. I, I don't know what you do there, and I don't know what you do. You don't you don't get rid of him. You don't get rid of him. But if you're Raheem, but, do you not? Are you okay with going back to the same title and staying on? Is my so question. So here's here's my thought. There's great coaches this year. Mm. You can't not interview Eric Bieniemy. Um, you can't, right? So I think if you're the Falcons, you acknowledge Raheem. Hey, we're going to interview play. Can't you know coaches? We're going to make the best choice for the team. You will be considered. You lie to him, and then if you don't get Eric, I I I, I mean I wouldn't pick. Robert Sala over uh, Raheem Morris, no way. But you, you know, you try and get the better coach that is Eric. Oh, well, we does- I don't know. Matt Nagy looked like the best coach, and Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. And both these guys don't, might don't be you out. dare, don't you dare. Okay, Eric Bieniemy is he deserves to be a head coach. I'm not disagreeing with that, but we don't know. We have no idea. What I kind mean, of coach any he'll guy be. that I can have do no that idea. with Alex Smith deserves a head coaching position. I mean, I guess, but like, I wouldn't be mad if they went Eric Benjamin. I wouldn't be mad if they went Lincoln Riley. I wouldn't be mad if they went Jim Harbaugh. You I don't know. Went Jim Harbaugh for sure. Um, I, I I joked with you, Trent Baalke, interim GM of the Jaguars at the moment. I think. Jesus, that's insane! It is insane to me that he has a job. Dude, if we did Baalke, Harbaugh, and Atlanta, let's get the gang back together. Let's that, let's do it. That would never happen. There's no <laughs> amount of money that. Jim Harbaugh would ever take. Do they not like each other? Was that a bad fallout, him and Balky? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know that story, right? Yes. Okay, I mean, they fucking hate each other. <laughs> um, on Thursday, though, we have to talk about the two games on Thursday. I think the Thanksgiving games were like the most fascinating games of the week. Um, I don't know if you disagree, but I... Deshaun Watson deserves like a he already deserves a um a statue outside of RNG Stadium. He goes 17 and 25, 318, 4 TDs, just slices and dices. Detroit, who fall to four and seven. Houston improves to improves to four and seven. Will Fuller, I love the story of him going off for almost two hundred receiving yards on six uh receptions and two TDs, and immediately gets popped for PEDs. Um immediately. I, I love I love that. I want to believe the league office saw that stat line and we were like Hey, um, when was the last time we checked uh, Will Fuller? Well, okay, so here's the deal. And this, someone just posted this. I am stealing this from them. And it's fucking hilarious. But Will Fuller, PEDs. Bradley Roby, also suspended six games, PEDs. Do you know who their assistant strength and conditioning coach is? Yes. Brian Cushing. Exactly. What else is there needed to be said? <laughs> King steroids himself. Uh, I love it. It's just what uh, the Packers. Uh, this it was great news for Gutenkust and uh, Murphy for not trading for Will Fuller to see him go down. See, they were going to be like, see, we would have lost him anyway. Packers fans. Um, right after this game, they fired everybody. Quinn and Patricia both let go here. Um, they were kind of a package deal. Um, they're really close friends and they knew each other from new England Detroit. 
that did you see that picture of like betsy uh, i think her name is betsy ford and the press box just with their hands bare her head buried in her hands did you see that yeah definitely. oh my god i i'm very curious to see whose names pop up here um i it, because like it just seems like everything is falling into place for matt stafford to be a bronco next year and I, I we just don't see quarterbacks moved like this very often and Stafford still got a lot of good football I think left in him but like what do the Lions do that is such a crazy interesting GM job head coaching job next year because they still have a lot of talent I still love a lot of their pieces um I just I don't know like they could easily with the right coach and right GM but it's like it's the Lions they'd never do that they never do that so like why would we even talk about it like that's a thing they would do but we really don't know much about Ford running this franchise um as the owner we don't really know a lot about her yet so well the one thing I will say is she mm. did have a very heartwarming message uh I don't have it word for word but she basically you know she said the Steph Curry line like mm. you know like we're going to figure this out I don't care what it takes we will figure this out and I it's a it's a very small gesture but I think it's important I think you know with an owner like that like for her to, for her to go out and be like I get it I know we're trying, I promise you. I think that speaks volumes because the the Lions, the Lions really shouldn't be this bad for right. this long. Like they're a storied franchise, right? The, the the team of Detroit, the original Motor City, like they shouldn't be bad. They, Matt Stafford's a good quarterback. Is he great? Maybe not, but he's good. Like they should be competitive. And I think she probably understands that. So – she Would tried to hire him? who? Matt Stafford? This offseason. Yeah, probably. Why not? You're rebuilding. He's he's at the end of his career. Yes. Trade him to the 49ers for a second round pick because they love oh, trading. He does not seem like a Shanahan guy at all. What are you talking about? He is not a Shanahan guy at all. What's Shanahan guy? Shanahan guy is Mr. Accurate. Mr. I'm not taking any chances. I'm going, I'm dinking dunking you to death. Like, well, that, let, let's, let's figure it someone out. Someone he can what control. Is, he, Shanahan does not want a Jay Cutler. He has no interest in that. Let's figure this out. What is a Shanahan guy other than Matt Ryan? Mm. A Shanahan guy has been You're Jimmy more Garoppolo. to get Jacoby Brissett. Hold on. Jimmy Garoppolo. A Shanahan, Shanahan guy has been CJ Beathard, who mm. personally drafted trash. <laughs> a Shanahan guy has been Brian Hoyer twice, right? A Shanahan guy. I mean, what are we doing? Like Kyle Shanahan sucks with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So does John Elway. Yes, that's also very true. That's very true. But my point is, is like if he's not a Shanahan guy, I couldn't be happier. That's great, but that's not realistic. Shanahan's not signing a like he's just not trading for Matt I'm, Stafford. I'm telling you, I have my my ear to the grindstone. Mm. You know, I've got I got my hand on the pulse. I really, <laughs> I'm not joking. Like the word is spreading. Kyle understands his deficiency deficiencies at picking quarterbacks, and it sounds to me like Kyle's going to be doing something this year that is very different than what he has normally done. Meaning. Sure. Uh, not pick the prototypical, I need the guy that knows how to run the offense exactly <laughs> how I want it to be run because I'm so smart. 
So are you saying young guy in the draft or veteran? So I don't think let, Shanahan wants to develop anybody. I really don't. I think the perfect the perfect world for me, honestly, is whatever your first round draft pick is, take the best quarterback available. Keep Jimmy Garoppolo. He's won so many games, taken him to the Super Bowl. They were one play away from winning. You've got much better weapons this year. You know what I'm saying? Like I wish your team was better so we could just give you Matt Ryan. And I, and well, I wish we could afford pick. him with that ridiculous cap space. Yeah. Um, but I think that is the move. But I think what Kyle will probably do, it depends on how bad their draft pick is. If they have a top 10 draft pick, I think they take a quarterback. If they don't have a top 10 draft pick and all four of those quarterbacks are gone, I think they're more likely to keep Jimmy and 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 do what I'm talking about and taking a, you know, drafting a quarterback to be um you know, brought up. But they drafted CJ Beathard in the round, in third round and he's one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever watched play football. So Can I tell you my 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 galaxy brain thought I've had all week that I've been tossing sure. around. I want to get your perspective on this. I'm reading through the tea leaves, Mr. Swords. I'm reading through the tea leaves here. What if it's Tua Tungavailoa? He is a Kyle Shanahan guy to an unreal extent. He's like the highest upside version of what Kyle Shanahan wants. Super smart, super accurate, young, lefty. He is someone that you know Belichick loved, that you know the super smart offensive minds, the McDaniels types love. You know he's no nonsense. He's boring. He's easy. Like, he is not going to take bad throws the only thing he does that is a problem is he just never quits on plays but like if you were ever going to go after somebody young and that you don't have to totally develop and the dolphins are already doing really weird stuff with him through two weeks i don't think the dolphins believe in him i think that that there is some real real issues there and they can say that he's the guy and all this stuff but like yeah just it's weird and um I don't know. I they are the Dolphins had the Texans pick, and that could be a top five pick this year. And it would not surprise me if Justin Fields is there, somebody else that there. They'll immediately move on, Josh Rosen style. So, I, what do you think about Tua in San Francisco next year? A, do you think it's likely? And B, would you want it? So I don't think it's likely because mm. it's just not normal for teams to do that. Um, you know. Trevor Sikama of the Draft Network, good mm. buddy of mine. Been on the podcast. He's, yeah, he's he's got the Dolphins uh, taking Jamar Chase from mm. LSU, uh, you, you know, giving him uh, the weapon that he needs. Mm. I, he also has Penny Sewell going number six to the Vikings. I don't think that happens. Mm. Um, I don't think the Vikings are going to have number six. The Vikings might make the playoffs. We'll see. Like a, game under well, I mean, he, but he's also going by what the standings are mm. right now. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what the dolphins do. They still took Tua. Mm-hmm. it's not like it's two, three years in, they just took him and it's not like they're getting the number one overall pick, you know, well, who knows with Will Fuller now gone and yeah. Bradley Roby, who knows? But if, you know, I don't think it's going to be a Kyler Murray situation. If they had the number one overall pick and it was Trevor Lawrence, Probably, yeah. I think I see that. But I just don't see him wasting that pick unless it absolutely ha- happens that again again, and lightning strikes twice. Um, that said, I wouldn't be upset about it. 
but I don't want Tua to become, you know, the next Lamar Jackson or the next Cap, right? You know, Cap was accurate as hell, but eventually they, people got tired because he, he wasn't making the throws that he needed to make and, you know, whatever, whatever. So I, I don't see – I haven't said, I mean, it is weird though. Like the Dolphins are literally playing Ryan Fitzpatrick over him. This never happens. It. And it's just – it's not a thing. And I refuse to believe it's a thing until I am proven wrong that uh, a young quarterback you believe in, uh, you're just taking out – because you still very much believe in him. Yeah, hashtag believe in my man. But um, I, I don't know. I think that uh, it's weird, no matter what. And it's something to monitor. Um, and it's, it just feels like, to bring it back to the original point, just like it, this is a cutthroat league and teams move on from quarterbacks a lot faster now than we even pick up on. Um, let me rank these three guys in order of what you would prefer. You ready? Because I think yeah. all three will be available this offseason. I really do. Sam Darnold, who I think I could see Shanahan really liking. And be like, I can fix that. He's like, yeah, uh, he's from Hudson. I agree. I think well, he it's would also, love you, it. And I'll, I'll well, so go keep going. Keep going. All right. Sorry. So we have Sam Darnold. Derek Carr. He moves over. Fresno State legend Derek Carr. I could see Shanahan loving Loving him some Derek Carr. Last one. The the most galaxy brain of them all. <sighs> Carson Wentz. So I think Carson Wentz is actually the worst quarterback of the three. I don't mm. think that. Oh wow! Version. Okay. I I but I I think the ACL. I think you know everything that's happened. I don't see him coming back from that. I really don't. I, you know, Carson Wentz at one point was a very impressive quarterback. It sucks that this has happened to him, but like, I just don't see him coming back from where he's at on, you know, at the other end of the spectrum, you know, very similar. Jimmy Garoppolo, another guy tore his ACL, hasn't looked the same since. So I I just think, I think we're starting to understand or that maybe we forgot because, you know, some people like Brady came back from an ACL. It's not easy, man. It's hard. You know, Tannehill did it. He came back, but it's just it's a it's a tough injury. So to answer your question, um I do think you know, I think that uh Derek Carr is worse than Jimmy Garoppolo. I know that's probably a homer thing of me to say, I but say I don't I don't think I agree. Yeah, I mean I don't you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is literally only one football games. Like that's all he does. And he might not have a deep ball um or you know whatever but he's efficient he gets the job done he wins the football games uh you know Derek Carr another guy with a bad injury almost you know snapped his leg in half I I don't know he is that he is that guy that you're talking about that Shanahan mold I'm sure he'd love to come back to the bay uh Vegas is a nightmare um but yeah I I don't think so uh I think I think for me Sam Darnold is the guy, and this is why I wanted to end on this. We've talked about it before, but you can't look at all the players that have done very well after leaving Adam Gase and all the players currently that are playing like shit because of Adam Gase. You can't look at that if you're Kyle Shanahan and go, I mean, 
I think I can fix that, right? Like, look at Ryan Tannehill, right? I can fix that. I can do that. Darnold was, you know, very highly touted quarterback coming out of the NFL. He has had, you know, good moments. Like, he has a good example for this. I like that. But but he also hasn't had a major injury that Carr and Wentz have had. Tannehill, or excuse me, not Tannehill. Sam Darnold had mono, you know, rough got rough life for the guy, uh, getting that makeout disease. Um, Surprised uh, Garoppolo hasn't gotten that, hasn't caught some mono at this point. I'm sure he's caught some much worse. So, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think Darnold makes the most sense. If you're not going to have Jimmy as your starter next year, and it's not going to be a rookie, I think Darnold definitely makes the most sense. Yeah. I, I do agree. I just don't think it's going to be a rookie. I really think Shanahan's MO is I don't want to develop guys, and I think there are some similarities between him and uh, Elway in that regard. Um, I just don't think he has the patience. I don't think he wants to do it. Um, some other games that I think were interesting. So Washington, it now looks like they're going to win the, the NFC East, right? Like, Do you have the Washington football team or the New York football team winning the NFC East? Because I think we can cross off the Eagles, especially after tonight – cross off the Cowboys. Antonio Gibson was really good. And Montez Sweat and that and Chase Young and that, that defensive line is feisty. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Allen's still there. No yeah. one even remembers. That um, defense is coming together, man. And Alex Smith, what does Alex Smith do more than anything else? Win. Not win. No, because he doesn't always win. There's a very important time where he doesn't win. It's called the playoffs. But when does he always win? The regular season. Alex Smith. First off, Alex Smith's best game of his entire career was in the playoffs when the Chiefs defense gave up, what was it, like 45 points against the Colts and Andrew Mm -hmm. Luck. So, you know, don't blame that on him, all right? You just love Alex Smith. You you, you hold the soft spot for Alex Smith. He's the ultimate underdog. I like Alex Smith. He's constantly, like, I mean, he was the ultimate underdog when he came back and had a good career with the 49ers and then the Chiefs. He then almost died. It is yeah. winning football games when he almost lost his leg and died. I, I just do you like it's it? Like, are you okay with it after a couple weeks of this? Have you yeah, moved I'm on? I'm totally fine with it. I'm not. His leg I looks think, weird. It, it, I think it's he's, weird. I think it, I think he's got the he got the best medical treatment in the world, and you know I think that they did what they had to do, and his his leg looks good, man. He's taking he's getting hit. He got hit it's, when he was running out of bounds, and he like. I forgot who it was that hit him. Like, can you imagine being the dude who takes out Aaron uh, Alex Smith again? Like the guy who hurts his leg again because you just go low. I, I would just be, I'd be terrified of going at Alex Smith. And he seems like just a delightful human. So I, I don't know. I, it it kind of bumps me out still. But I do think Ron Rivera, Alex Smith are just like an unbelievable comeback story for this Washington football team. And I think they're the most complete. And I think Ron Rivera deserves some credit for pulling the plug on Haskins. Like, being like, yeah, this this is not working. I, I think um, we can win the division. Because remember, that was his rationale, is I think we can win the division. Remember we were laughing at that a couple weeks ago? Yeah, but I mean, like... He was right. Giants, Ron Rivera was right. Well, okay, well, hold on. First off, first and foremost, the, the, the football team in Washington, they're not a powerhouse, okay? They've won four games. And the Giants have been doing a very similar story up there. They've mm-hmm. looked good. They've played competitive at times. They've got good pieces on the team, right? They drafted smart. They went out and drafted Andrew Thomas, one of the best offensive linemen in the draft. Right? They're, 
You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're making smart moves. And then, you know, Danny Dimes gets injured. So yeah. I agree with you that Washington will win the division, but it's also because Danny Dimes is probably going to miss a couple games. Matt Barkley or whatever ex-49ers quarterback is that's playing in there is, uh, you know, not going to be that guy. So, yeah, I think the Washington football team wins the division. I think Alex Smith wins a football playoff game. I do. I think he's going to win uh, a playoff game. Hmm. And then, yeah, that's it. I don't think they're winning a playoff game. I'm not going that far, but I do think they're winning division. Um, Cardinals fall to six and five. The Pats move to five and six. Um, this is becoming a trend, and Cardinals fans have been on this for a little bit, and I wonder what you think about it. Cliff Kingsbury is super conservative. It's kind of strange that he's a really conservative football coach. Um, Belichick had picked up on his tendencies and how Brian Flores beat this Cardinals offense and what they do, like especially like these inside dives on third and short, and that they love running the ball on first and second down and seeing what's up. Like, it, it, there's a formula there that Kingsbury is falling into, it seems like, and his conservative play calling and his conservative way of doing things are really starting to bite him in the ass, it seems like, and there is a growing discontent I've seen reading a lot of really smart pieces from Cardinals writers on this dynamic and that Belichick having time to, to really go through this um, was like, Oh, I know what Flores did. His former protege was like, we're just going to do that. Cause Cam wasn't good in this game. Tua wasn't good in that game. And you don't have to do a lot. Um, and they played a, a style of football that uh, just really, really frustrated and shut down this, this Cardinals team. It's, it's, it was really fascinating to go back through this and see how they won this game. I think what what you know what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing from you know following a lot of people that are NFC West uh, adjacent on Twitter and things like that is Cliff Kingsbury can be a genius for having the stones to draft Kyler Murray number one overall when everyone thought it was crazy. But he also uh, simultaneously is a very not good head coach. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people are starting to be like, oh, this is why you don't hire, uh, a, you know, a Texas Tech's head coach that was, you know, maybe innovative offensively but lost a bunch of games, you know. So I, I, nobody's really impressed with Cliff. Uh, I'm I'm really curious to see how long that experiment lasts when they have a guy like Kyler. You know, what do you, what do you think about this? Talk about something dangerous. Mm. What if they fire Cliff this year and hire Eric Bieniemy? Oh, no chance. Like Kime's already gotten how many coaches? Like current Kingsbury is tied to Kime. Like that whole group is gone if they fire him. But that's but that's my point though. What if they go? We've got a Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got a Patrick Mahomes. The coach is is obviously one of the biggest impediments on this team. Let's go for the Super Bowl next year. Let's really mm. do it. Well, then you got to bring in Jay Gruden. Why? Um, I don't know. I, and I, I mean, that's going to be, that would be a very attractive job if it opened up. Um, Isaiah Simmons did not have a good day and that's looking like a low key, horrible bust. They need to stop drafting linebackers. San Riddick, him, not a lot of success on that side of the ball drafting. Kim Dietschy, 
I mean, li- no, draft linebackers. Just don't draft the shitty ones. <laughs> um, no one, no one's forcing you to do that. That is true. It's that easy. Um, you know, it's not easy though. Beating the Kansas City Chiefs. I think people are reacting to Brady's performance here. Watching this whole game, like Brady was not great. They fought hard. They score 14 in the fourth to try and do everything they can Mahomes is just not fair man 37 to 49 462 three tds tyree kill 13 receptions 269 three TDs. like i i i think we're kind of at the point now where we're underselling just how unfair and dominant the chiefs are now like hey let me let me tell you mm-hmm. that's not me mm-hmm. the 49ers fan that watched what they did in the Super Bowl, yeah, not underselling them. They're the best team in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. That's why I can't really get in when people are like, "Oh, the Browns eight and three. They're interesting. They're they're getting dropped. They're getting drubbed." I don't think anyone is talking Chiefs. about them in the same light that well, they're talking about the Chiefs. What I'm saying is, Chiefs. like, when people get excited about things like that, the Colts, oh, that defense, love me some Michael Pittman, Rivers. No, they're they're getting stomped by this Chiefs team. You think about, like, who has the realistic shot? The Titans' defense is just not the same. Losing peas, they're out. You think about it, the Bills, no, not complete enough. Raiders, no. I mean, I, I just, I go up and down this list. The Steelers is probably the best option, but do we really think the Steelers are scoring 35 points or scoring 42 points to beat Patrick Mahomes and company? I just, I don't. I think it'll probably be the best game, but I don't. I don't think they're there. The Ravens are having the season from hell. I I don't know, man. I just, the Chiefs are really damn good, and maybe it's an overreaction, but I, I don't think anyone should overreact to. This is a and uh, me saying you shouldn't overreact to this overreaction, that um, when the Chiefs beat you, that you need to do some soul searching. It's like, oh, no, you, you, you got beat by the best wide receiver uh, quarterback dynamic in the league right now like Mahomes to Hill is just not fair it's just not and you're gonna lose the Chiefs are gonna beat a lot of people they're 10 and 1 for a reason they're almost impossible they're they're a cheat code and they're what everyone wants to be they're the class of the NFL now they should be the favorites to repeat I don't know it, it, it feels very Bama E to me like the Chiefs just suddenly became like Bama or Clemson in the NFL and we it, it just it happened very fast I mean, it happened very fast, but you have to understand that it's still a thing that happens in the NFL regularly. It's not, you know, over the last decade, we've had teams come up out of nowhere and be the most dominant team in the NFL. The 49ers did it. Uh, the Seahawks did it. The Broncos did it. You know, the, the, the Panthers have done it, right? Like, it's not – it happens. I think the main difference is is the, the the Chiefs have a very good overall team, but they've got the quarterback the same way that the, the Seahawks, you know, won the Super Bowl, right? They have a quarterback. I think that's usually what what leads the team from uh, from you know dominant in the regular season to all the way to the end of the season. I think Cam was probably good enough, but the Chiefs just you know had that defense that year that year. Um, it's it's happened a lot this year. You you look at the Patriots, and yeah, the Patriots have won a a lot of 
Super Bowls over the last decade, but there have been a lot of really dominant teams in their moment, and then they're gone the next couple of years. Obviously, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be that. Yeah. Quickly, and we'll get into a few more quick segments here. Um, give me your Herbert. 50, 50 pass take. Give me your give me your Chargers update. Your your uh, your new team, your AFC team, the Chargers. What I, happened I, to the Bills? I cannot say it enough. Mm. My God, I am a forty. I am a Forty ers fan, obviously, till I die. I'm a Chargers fan. I oh, am. No. I live in LA. Oh, no. I live in LA. Oh no. It's a different division. Forty ers fans, Herbert? are you listening to this? Don't let him I, they in. They know. Th- you think uh, they don't know? You think <laughs> they don't read it every single week? Well, they used to, and then your account got banned. Yeah, well, I have a new one. You know, slowly but surely. Are you gonna get the old one back? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I have a, I have an ace in the hole. <laughs> uh, I I do. I have a I have a buddy of mine who is a very prominent member of Twitter that I mm. will not say his name. Okay. Uh, um, but yeah. He 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 basically said, "Give it a give it another week, and if it doesn't, I'll uh, I'll go talk to Jack." Wow, yeah, what <laughs> so, a flex! I like it. Was, it. it was the I, it was easily the biggest flex anyone has has flexed on me in my entire life. Uh, so we'll see. A lot a lot of time has to you know a lot of things have to happen, uh, but I do think so. I'm also looking. Uh, the third will be exactly one month. I'm wondering if that maybe is it a full month suspension, you know, we'll mm. see. things to think about things to ponder. But my point, I'm really, you know, no, Justin Herbert can't throw 51 passes. I don't think Justin Herbert is going to continue to throw 51 passes. I think he is. I think we should I ban mean, bad teams from doing this. Joe Burrow just died from this. Well, Joe Burrow died from having a terrible offensive line. Yeah. So is the Chargers. Yeah, but they're not that bad. They're bad. Chargers Burrow has, line is well, Burrow's atrocious. Been sacked thirty-two times in the last ten games or something like that. Yeah, it was thirty-two times. So I think, and I'm, I, you know, it's like I keep telling you, and you keep wanting to, you, you don't get it. <laughs> I think we're looking at next year as like Justin Herbert, top three, top five best quarterbacks in the NFL. No, oh, yeah, not, I no, think he not has. Right. That is the end of the Herbert moment. No, he has, he has he has an unbelievable ceiling. Okay, he has. I mean, there's not many teams that have better weapons to throw to than he does. Mm-hmm. You look what he has. Austin Eckler's back. Obviously, one of the best cast, ca- pass catching uh, running backs in the NFL. Keenan Allen is easily the best possession re- receiver in the NFL. Probably the best route runner. I'm sorry. Does right? he have Alex Erickson on his wide receiver group? Huh. Who? Alex Erickson, Bengals, Who? reliable, short no. white guy. Anyways. Alex Erickson. Anyways, no. don't, don't ever okay. talk to me about the, the Bengals ever again. Uh, fighting Mike, Reese Davis is out there. Mike Williams is still a guy that is like how they like how that team hasn't gotten what out of Mike Williams what they should have. Uh, you know, obviously the, the guy that got to catch all those touchdowns from Sean Watson and Clemson, Hunter Henry. You know, I, they have really good weapons, and the team is going to have another really good uh, draft pick this year. And I, I, I'm telling you, man, Justin Her- the Herbert hype train is full speed ahead, and you just refuse to get on it. Yeah, I'm not going to get on it, Joey. Get well soon. Um, yeah, what take is your a look, the by the way, moment of the at week? ACL. Oh, yes. 
Take a, take a look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Take a look at uh, you know. I will not. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Take a look at all these players Hard that have pass. just recently t- tore their ACL. I feel bad for Burrow, but that guy ACL, MCL, and structural tam- damage. That is not going to be easy to come back from. He'll be fine. Get well soon, Joey B. Um, Mr. Swartz, what was uh, your what the fuck moment of the week? Oof. I, I got to say Tom Brady, man. Mm. Like, I, the Bucks have been so weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, so weird this, this year. Because they've had a dominant defense at times, and then they've had an awful defense at times. Right? They've had uh, Brady breaking, you know, like, on pace to break records. And then we have terrible Tom Brady. This week, we got a very bad version of Tom Brady mm-hmm. through ter- two interceptions. He, yes, he threw three forty-five, uh, three touchdowns, but like, I mean, one of his touchdowns was to a running back 37 yards. So it's not like he was airing the ball out to Ronald Jones. Um, two touchdowns went to Mike Evans. You know what I'm saying? Like Tom Brady is not, Tom Brady anymore. And, you know, I know it's like we, you know, I remember when, uh, what was it? Gosh. Trent Dilfer said that, right? Trent, I love the sirens in the background of downtown. Is that mine or yours? I was going to no, ask that's you. For sure, me. I okay. live in downtown LA. Well, I hold on. In- the, the downtown knocks just as, just as well. People forget. I, <laughs> okay. Okay, bye. Uh, but my point is my what the fuck moment of the week is Tom Brady. Uh, I think he's done. Can he compete this year? Sure. But the man is like fucking 48 years old. It's- I just don't think it's Tom. I think it's the team that they're not really well coached. I don't think I don't you think Bruce Arians is a that. great coach. I really you don't. Say, you can't look not at what Bruce Arians well. has done with every quarterback. I don't know. Tom's been really good for them. Tom's got a lot of people involved. Look Ronald what he Jones did. With, look at what Bruce Arians has done with Carson Went or Carson Palmer in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And now look at Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, man. It was Carson a bad, Palmer was also like ten years younger. He had a. I know Car- Palmer. Yeah, was was up there. He's like 36. Brady's 42. I know, but I'm saying he was up there in his own right. Brady's like the the. Listen, I get it, I get it. I'm just Palmer telling. Just you. turned forty this year. I get it. I'm just saying he was in the the twilight of his career. Palmer was it? He was an MVP candidate like five years ago. That's with yes, with Bruce Arians. No, Carson Palmer was doing it all. Bruce was just sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, that's your that's an opinion. You I just have. I don't no think he's very good. With. I don't know. There's just something missing. Maybe it's Bowles. That defense stinks. Like the defense will, really stinks. I I I get your point. I will also say this. Uh, if we really want a, a true what the fuck, mm-hmm. obviously the Broncos. Right, there was many this week. Right, yes. the Broncos. Uh, all three of their quarterbacks said we're never wearing masks. You know. They they score you three suspend points. them like they're I thought they're still weighing suspensions like yeah no you you got to suspend them like this is not week one this is week twelve no I I I agree but let's let's look at all the what the fucks mm. the Jets score three points what the fuck the Raiders <laughs> six to forty three lose to the Falcons after beating 
the fucking Chiefs and then playing well against the Chiefs the second time. What the fuck? The Rams losing twice in the same year to the 49ers. What the fuck? The Bears. How on earth do you go into the season with Mitch Trubisky and another Mitch Trubisky? What the fuck? And then finally, because there are so many this week, the Ravens and Steelers, who are now going to be playing Wednesday at 12.40 p.m. In, in, the, in the afternoon, Pacific Standard Time. What the fuck? This game's not happening. Why are we pretending this game's still happening? Oh, the game's happening. I don't think it's happening. They're not going to say they're not going to declare the team to have a Wednesday game if that game's not happening. I think they are. I, I I think they're just doing everything they can to get this Ravens Steelers game in there, but I don't I don't think it's happening. I could be so wrong. Many, That's my so guess. So many what the fucks. So many. So many. Um Evan, are you ready to get into our our last segment this week? Yeah. All right. Where are we at picks wise before we get in? Well, we didn't do picks this last week. We did not. So let's just dive right right into week 13. Okay. Once do again. You have pen and pad ready. Uh, this is 2020, my mm-hmm. friend. I have an iPhone ready. Oh, I, I mean, I use a journal. I do that for my normal daily routine, and I also write down all my notes by, uh, by pen. Yeah, I saw the goatee. I know you have a journal. <laughs> uh, hold on. Hold on. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Let's get you your bongo Whoa. drum and your your tiny little cup of espresso. I am actually uh, drinking some hot tea at the moment. Some I'm sure you are, brother. By the way, Jinya. Uh, mm. Jinya? Uh, uh, what did you just Jin- call it? Is that Jinya? It's not. It's Jinya. Oh my god, Jinya, Jinya. That is not that big of a difference. That's Jin-ya. not. A, uh, it's a little offensive. But anyway, we'll allow it. what? <laughs> offensive. Ah, uh, instead of uh. Mm, wow. Know. Didn't like anyways, it. anyways, that's because you worked there. Uh, their restaurant uh, downtown, like, didn't permanently close, but like significantly closed and shut down their hours and was only mm-hmm. working on the Very sad. I miss that ramen. Oh, that, there's no happy story there. I thought you were going to no. get like it's no. back and that they're booming and that no, uh, you've been God, getting no. it back. No, very sad stuff. Um, okay. God, now I went Lightning. Genia. Why did you bring that up? Now I re- there's not one in Knoxville. Like, I really want some hot soup I've, now. Every other every other ramen place only does pork. Mm. I love the chicken ramen, the spicy, spicy chicken. chicken. You got to get the spicy, yeah. I but well, yeah, but I'm saying like just the consistency of the chicken, the way it's made, it's perfect, and no other place does it. Mm. Nothing close. Did so you at least sad. steal a bowl before you left? Steal a bowl? Steal a bowl? No, like they have really good cool bowls. I also you have to remember I moved here a year and a half ago. Mm. Our 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 city has been shut down for what <laughs> wait, month? Tell me month, more. What's been going eight. on? Things are getting better though in LA, right? But uh, no, they're getting yeah. worse. Uh, but no, what I'm saying is they've been open. They've been I've been you know for eight months now ordering to go. Mm. They're not open. I can't go in. Uh, anyways, lightning round, two minute drill. All right, I'm gonna put on. I'm actually gonna have the timer. All right, you ready? So um, hold on. Let me get the timer. In three. Two, one, go. All right. Saints, Falcons. Saints. I agree. Browns, Titans. Oh, 
Easy. Lock of the week. The Tennessee Titans. Lock right. this up. 180% agree. Lions Bears. Oh, God. Um, I'm taking the Lions. I, I'm going the Raheem Morris uh, route. I'm going the Dan Quinn route. You get rid of the cancer. The team's going to want to compete. They hated that man so much. They hated Matt Patricia. I'm taking the Lions. Both teams are trash. I'm taking the Lions. I think they're going to pack it in. Give me give me the, the Bears here in an ugly, ugly game. I don't like this at all. Dolphins, uh, Bengals, we are both taking the Dolphins. Yeah, I guess I'll take the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars, Vikings, I'm taking the Vikings. They've they've been playing very well. Oh, the Jags are, the Jags are not winning another football game this year. Uh, the Vikings will be at 500 after this game. Uh, yeah, no, 100%. Um, Colts, Texans. Gotta take the Colts here. I, yeah, you gotta go Colts here. 32 seconds. Oh, man. Well, you know, I got to type this out. We got to go. You got to get it moving. Two minute warning. Uh, okay. Jets, Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders. Raiders. Oh, wow. Uh, Giants, Seahawks. We're both taking the Seahawks. We are taking the Seahawks. I hate this is all setting up for the Seahawks all over again. They're going to be fine. They're going to win the division. Probably. I mean, they're, yeah, very much so ahead. Uh, Rams, Cardinals. What an awful oh, game. Oh, there's the two minutes. We just went over, uh, but keep well, it going. Of course. It's not really a, yeah. So I'm going to take the Cardinals. You want it? Yeah. Bet, bet on your Rams. I bud. don't think the Rams are losing too straight. I don't. I think the Cardinals are in a, a sneaky free fall. Give me the Rams. Okay. Patriots, Chargers. Oh, boy. This is interesting. This is really interesting. I'm gonna take. Oof. I'm you know I'm I'm gonna take the Patriots. I am too. It's a They're rookie quarterback against yeah. Bill Belichick. Cam Newton revenge game. They were comfortable with Tyrod and drafting a quarterback. Didn't bring in Cam. Yep. Comfortable, yeah. But it's it's also continuing on with the elegant tank. Mm. Yeah, give me the Pats. Packers Eagles, ooh, that's easy. Oh yeah, the the, the Packers are winning. the The Packers are they are the kings of the NFC at the moment. And they, what if they sign uh, what's his name, the Texans receiver that just got cut? Wait, who got cut? Uh, the guy from that used to play for Miami. I'm too. Oh, Kenny Stills. Yeah. yeah. What if, What if that was the plan all along? It's just to, right. they were just waiting on him to get cut. It wasn't Will Fuller. It was Kenny Stills. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Kenny Still, Stills got cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they probably want him back now, I, I think he goes to the Packers. Hmm. Ch- Chiefs, Broncos, that's easy. Yep. Washington uh, football team and the Steelers. This is actually sneaky good. I think this is going to be ugly, low scoring, and weirdly close. I'm still taking the Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers. When is, what is the Steelers scheduled the rest of the way? When are they getting their loss? I don't care. <laughs> they're a good team. You I mean, right. it's just weird that they're just going to coast to undefeated. Like, they are it's just... The 49ers did it last year. 
They won true. like nine games and then eight games, seven games, something like that. And then they lost one and then they won a bunch more. Uh, it happens. Um, mm. Let's see. Their schedule down the stretch is really nice. This it's- is a, an interesting game. 49ers Bills. This Sunday night, right? Yeah. Mm. Is Mullen still going to be under center? Yeah, and it's going to be at the Cardinal Stadium. Mm. Is Ayuk back for this? Yes, he will be. Okay. So they will Ayuk. have. We're getting they'll Debo. Have, they'll have Jordan Reed, Raheem Mostert, Debo, Ayuk. Give me the Bills, but the Niners to cover. There's also a, a slew of other players that they're, they might be getting back to that I didn't mention, so it's not necessarily fair for you, but I am taking the 49ers. I don't oh, want wow. them to win, um, but I do think, yeah, I think I think they've got the defense that can shut down Josh Allen and make him do, you know, play bad Josh Allen, make mistakes. We'll see what Nick Mullins can do, though. It's a dome, good weather. We'll see. And then finally, Ravens-Cowboys, if it ever even plays. <laughs> oh, man. Um, give me the Ravens, but I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think Andy Dalton's going to beat the Ravens. He has uh, had trouble with them in the past, but also, if he doesn't get hurt that one year, they win the Super Bowl and they beat that... Steelers team at home. Probably, yeah. AJ McCarron ruined everything. By the way, here's how we will end the night. Mm. DK Metcalf mm. said that Eagles defensive coordinator Jim Swartz came up to him before the game because Jim Swartz is a fucking moron <laughs> and said, I was in Detroit with Megatron. You're not there yet. Hmm. I mean, he's not wrong, but telling him before uh, the game so him, that he yeah. can have a record-breaking 177 yards? Who does that? Yeah, that um, that's not great. Not the smartest thing. What are you doing, Jim Swartz? By all accounts, smart guy, too. I love me some Jim Swartz. Um, wow. Not great. Um, Mr. Sowert, how can people find... Your temporary. I love, it. I love it. I love that you did it. I love that you fucked the name up. Oh no, I did. <laughs> I love it. I don't even care. I just, I, I, I just wait. I was just almost to hear perfect. It. You were. I had you were it nineteen batting a thousand. times tonight. You were batting a thousand. You fucked it up at the end. But dude, it's like three o'clock in the morning, and you're ungodly I'm really tired. You it's been a long I'm, day. I'm exhausted as well, too. Oh, I'm and so sorry that it's like 5.30 your time. I'm sorry you've had a rough day at this I moment. I mean, I have been working since 7.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. and I have been nonstop, and I am exhausted. Right. <sighs> but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure. All we'll right, talk Mr. to you next week. All right. We'll be, uh, we'll be back next week, as we are every Monday night. Um Go leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcast. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, go check out ChaseThomasPodcast.com and uh, follow me on Twitter My, at Chase double underscore Thomas and follow Evan Swords on his burner account. What is what is the account? It's, Evan? it's I think it's like Gimme Back My Account, <laughs> but it's Gimme is G I M E and account is just A C C T. It doesn't matter. It's is whatever. But uh, yeah, go leave a rating. 
five stars, mm-hmm. all good reviews. Mm-hmm. I literally got my Twitter account suspended for threatening to cut somebody. I will cut you too if well, you don't, don't get do my that. podcast suspended. I mean, you know, it, it's just who I am as a person. Take it or leave it. All right. Leave the review. I will cut you. <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> Forceful reviews. It's uh, what the people want. Evan, always a pleasure, my friend. Stay safe out there. Um, and I hope you get some Virginia soon. All right, man. Take care. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas podcast. Hell yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.